Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Mystery, Suspense, Dramas, and Horrors, where we bring to you the most mysterious tales that the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With over 200 episodes made, originally airing on NBC Radio Network from 1944 to 1950, we bring to you Boston Blackie. Yes? Package for Mr. James Grant. For me? You, Mr. James Grant? Yes? For you. Okay, sign here. But I'm not expecting a package. And I'm not expecting it to snow tomorrow. But it might. Somebody sent you a package, so you got to sign for it. Here. All right. Here's a package. Well, don't be scared of it. Can't be a bomb. It's too skinny. Say, there's a note attached to it. That come with a package. Read it later. Sign for it, will you, so I can scram? Oh, oh sure. Here. There you are. And, uh, this is for you. Hey, thanks, Mr. Grant. You didn't look like you were going to be good for more than a dime. So long. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, this package feels as if it has a phonograph record in it. Oh, it is a phonograph record. Note says play this at once. <laughs> All right, I'll play it at once. Hmm, label says Tommy Wayne in the orchestra. That'll be good. Well, now let's hear what this sounds like. It sit should... in that chair, James Grant. Sit in that chair. The... the red leather one there in the center of the room. <laughs> Hope you took my advice. Because, you see, I want you to be comfortable. <laughs> why? Well, I'll tell you why. This record lasts just two minutes and 15 seconds. Sometime within that two minutes and 15 seconds, you're going to die. <laughs> What? Please don't get up in the chair. It won't do you any good. Oh, I'm going to get out of here. Don't run for the door. Oh, I'll get out of the window. Ah, uh, not the windows, Jane. How terrible to fall 18 stories to your death <sighs> when you can die so comfortably in that nice, big, soft, red leather chair. What's the matter, James? You unhappy about something? Why be unhappy? Oh. What's so terrible about the knowledge that you're going to die? Going to die. Going to die. Going to die. Going to die. And now meet Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friends. <laughs> Seven nineteen, Blackie. Here's Miss Helen Martin's house. Well, Mary, I certainly didn't expect any help from you after we got past the hundred block. Oh, I can read numbers. If they're big enough. <laughs> Want to come in with me? After what I've heard about Miss Helen Martin, I think I better. <laughs> All right. But you don't really think she needs protection from me, do you? I think you might need protection from her. And that's my job, self-appointed. 
And who's going to protect you? Don't you worry about me. I can't solve Inspector Faraday's murder cases, but I do know how to handle a beautiful girl. You probably practiced on you. Blackie, did that come from you? It was just a bribe, so you'll behave yourself mm. when we meet Miss Martin. Here we are. Hey, you certainly found that doorbell in an awful hurry. You've been here before? No, but I've rung doorbell before. I'm an experienced man, you know. Hmm. Yes? Miss Helen Martin? Yes. And you must be Boston Blackie. Well, it isn't exactly a must, but it's my name. This is Miss Wesley. How do you do, Miss Wesley? How do you do? Won't you come in, both of you? Thanks. You'll have to excuse the looks of my place. Practically a one-room affair. Oh, for goodness sake. It's I'm right. really sorry the place is in such a mess, but I, I've been dressing. This is my dressing room, bedroom, and living room. Sit down if you can find an empty chair. Oh, thank, thank you. you. We aren't late, are we? Oh, good heavens, no. Dinner isn't until 8.30, and it's only 8 now. It's only 10 minutes to Jim's place. My fiancé has told me so much about both of you. <laughs> Not too much, I hope. You might think so. Jim raves about you. I've been after him for months to have you over for dinner so I could meet you. Well, he phoned me this morning, and here we are on our way to dinner. That is, as soon as you're ready. Oh, I won't be long. You know, I never really believed he knew you two. Well, I've met him only once or twice. And I haven't seen him in months. Are you about ready, Miss Martin? I should be. I've been dressing for two hours. I'll be right with you. All right. Hey. Did it suddenly get a little darker in here, or am I seeing things? You're not seeing things, Mary. And what you're not seeing is the lighted bulb in the dressing table lamp right there. Because it just went out. Oh, I feel better. Uh, there's an extra bulb on the bookshelf there, Blackie. Would you put it in the dressing table lamp, please? Sure. Mary, get that bulb on the bookshelf there, will you, for me? Sure. You see it? Couldn't miss it. The only thing on the bookshelf that doesn't have a publisher's name on it. Funny girl. I'm a smart girl. I just don't get a chance to prove it when you're around. Here you are. Catch. Thank you. Now, on for the old. On with the new. Miss Martin, the new bulb is in. And I'm ready to go. Swell. Let's be off to dinner and a pleasant evening at the home of Mr. James Grant. Well, Jim, here we're... Faraday! Frankie! Inspector Faraday! Did Mr. Grant invite you to dinner today? Quiet, Miss Wesley. Frankie, can I have a go anywhere without... It's Jim! It was James Grant. He's been shot to death. Oh, no! Uh -oh. No, All right, now the three of you. I want to know what you know about this. Well, who's this woman? She's Helen Martin, Grant's fiancée. Jim, I can't believe it. Oh, I now, Miss Martin, come on over here. Oh, sit down. Don't All right, Frankie. What are you doing here? I intended to eat here, Faraday, but I can tell you I'm not going to now. What do you mean, eat here? I mean, Mary, Miss Martin, and I were invited here for dinner tonight. By who? It isn't who, Faraday. It's whom. All right. Whom invited you? In that case, it isn't whom. It's who. Who, whom, whom, who? Who cares? Did Grant invite you to dinner here? Yes. He phoned me this morning about nine o'clock. And you know, I'm amazed. Grant has been dead less than 12 hours, and you're already working on the case. A little more talk like that, I'll be working on you. Look, let's forget our differences for a minute. Grant was a friend of mine. Got any idea who killed him and when? I have no idea who killed him, but I do know when. He was shot about 25 minutes ago. A tenant in the apartment across the hall heard the shot and called the police. Just 25 minutes ago? And you're here already? Faraday. You're not only on the ball, but someone's rolling it. No suspects, though? One. Grant's brother, Bill Grant. I understand he was seen coming into the building a few minutes before the shot. Well, where's Jim's brother now? I don't know. He's disappeared. But I got a police dragnet out for him. We're watching every train, bus, and plane. That's the best I can do. 
I'll find that, brother. Maybe. Anyhow, I'm going to look around the building. So you got yourself a suspect, Bill Grant, huh? Oh, brother. He isn't in this car, Rollins. He's not even on this train. Then he'd better be in this car, Smith. Uh-oh, look, Smith. Huh? That seat over there. That's Bill Grant, all right. All right, let's grab him. Come on, the train's starting to move. Quick, he sees us. Yeah. But he doesn't see us soon enough. Call it, Grant. Huh? Won't do you any good to run. What do you fellas want with me, anyhow? You know what we want. We're from police headquarters. And we want to talk to you about the murder of your brother. And why you decided to leave town all of a sudden. I didn't kill him, honest, I didn't. Nobody said you did. Get the conductor, Smith, and stop this train. We're taking this guy to headquarters. Mr. Matthews, I'm Boston Blackie. You're the superintendent of this building? Yes, I am, Blackie. Do you have any idea who killed one of your tenants this evening? You know who I'm talking about, don't you? Yes, I'd be a fool if I said I didn't. You mean Mr. James Grant in 6G? Yes. Look, Matthews, I happen to know a little something about you the police would like to know. A friend of mine named Shorty told me that you have a strange habit of leaving apartment pass keys where they can be found by some friend of yours. Huh? Don't play dumb, Matthews. You know what I'm talking about. The apartments of this building are yours are being robbed. You're not robbing them, but you're giving the pass keys to a person who is. What are you getting at? I'm trying to make a deal with you. You tell me what you know about Jim Grant's death, and I won't tell the police what I know about your little racket. Okay, Blackie. The deal. Only, I can't talk here. I'll get in touch with you if you'll take care of me. You'd better, or I'll take care of you. All right. Oh, hello, Jack. May I come in, Helen? I guess so. I hope so. I just heard on the radio that your boyfriend, Grant, is dead. Did you? Mm-hmm. Great thing, radio. Now, maybe you'll come back to me. Jack, please, I don't feel like... Look, honey, with Grant out of the way, we ought to celebrate. Jack! Sure we should. You wanted to be Mrs. Jack Adams a few months ago before this guy Grant threw you off your trolley. Well, now we can go ahead with that plan. Jack, Just... please, I don't want to. Well, baby, you don't have to put on the old act in front of me. We wanted Grant out of the way and now... Get out of here! What's the matter with you? I said get out of here. Why? Because I'm glad Grant's dead? Well, so are you. You didn't want to marry him. You wanted to marry me. Get out of here and leave me alone. You've got to believe I love Jim Grant. Do I? I'm sorry, Helen. I don't love you enough to believe that. Mary, this is Blackie. Oh, hello, Blackie. Where are you? In my apartment. Oh, good. You all right? Am I all right? Sure, I'm fine. Yes, but something's the matter. What is it? Mm, nothing much. Just a dead body lying across my bed. What? You heard what I said. Oh, my gosh. Who is it? This will surprise you, Mary. It's the doc. Uh-oh. There's someone at the door. Who? Well, it won't be the killer. I'll guarantee that. 
I'll call you later, Mary. Yes, but Mike, just a minute. Be careful, Sure, will sure, you? sure. Don't worry. I'll call you back in just a little while. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yes, what are you... All right, Blackie, come along. Roland, I'm glad to see you. Maybe you won't be, Blackie, when you know why I'm here. Faraday wants you at headquarters. All right, but first but I'd like first, to... you nothing, Blackie. Look, I've got six men here with me. Six men, count them, six. And Faraday said not to let you say anything, do anything, or get anything before we brought you in. But Rollins, there's a little... There's a nothing, Blackie. Come along nice and quiet now, or you'll be sorry. All right, Rollins, you win. I'll come along nicely and quietly. But you're the one who's going to be sorry. Jim Grant invites Blackie, Mary Wesley, and his own fiancée, Helen Martin, to dinner. When the trio arrive, they find Grant has been shot and killed. Grant's brother is later picked up by the police while trying to get out of town. Matthews, the crooked apartment superintendent in Grant's building, tells Blackie he might name the killer, but later Blackie returns to his apartment and finds a dead body across the bed. Before he can tell anyone about it, he's hauled off to headquarters. As we return to our story, Blackie is in Faraday's office. All right, Blackie, read this. And Rollins, get ready with that recording machine. All set, Inspector Faraday. What's this all about, Faraday? Say, I've got something to say. Uh, uh, later. Uh, that stuff I want you to read is a copy of what we found on a phonograph record in Grant's apartment. It's a voice telling him he's going to die. Smart voice. Yeah, and it's got to be the killer's voice. So I'm looking for a voice to match it. Because when I find a voice to match it, I found my killer. Uh, maybe it's you. You ready to read? Ever since the third grade, Faraday. All right, Rollins. Turn on the machine. Let's make a regular Blackie's voice. All set. Start reading, Blackie. All right. Here goes. Sit in that chair, James Grant. Sit in that chair. Hmm. Formal fellow calls him James. Just read what's on the paper, Blackie. Oh, but I want to give a performance. Sit. Sit in that chair. The red leather one in the center of the room. <laughs> uh, that's enough. That's enough, Rollins. Okay. We'll play it back later. Am I the first to make one of these auditions for you, Farney? No, you're the last. I haven't played them back yet. But I had uh, Grant's brother, Bill, Matthews, the superintendent, and Jack Adams, Miss Martin's former boyfriend, all make records. My, your list of suspects has grown. Too bad your brain hasn't. Listen, I've got some more news for hey, you. Now... Quiet, Blackie. Rollins, let's hear the record we found in Grant's apartment first. Yes, sir. All right, here it is. Sit in that chair, James. Grant, sit in that chair, the red leather one there in the center. That's enough, Rollins. Yes, sir. Now let's hear Blackie. All right, here's Blackie, Inspector. Sit in that chair, James Grant. Sit in that chair. That's enough, Rollins. Yes, sir. Blackie's not the one we want. I'm not, Faraday? Well, in that case, let me try one of my other voices. Sit in Uh, that chair. That's enough, Blackie. Rollins, let's hear the brother's record now. All right. All right, here you are. Sit in that chair, James Grant. Sit in that chair. No, no, no. That's Red not the right one voice. in the center of the room. Turn it off, Rollins. Ah, it's off. And so are you, Faraday. Quiet. Rollins, let's have Harry Matthews for you. All right, here he is. Sit in that chair, James Grant. Sit in that chair. That's it. The That's it. Rollins, turn it off. Yes, sir. That's the voice, all right. Exactly the same as the voice on the original record. I let all three of the suspects go. But, Rollins, you go out and pick up Matthews. 
If you can find him. Never mind, Rawlins. I can tell you where you can find Matthews. And I don't think you'll have any trouble picking him up either. Why? Because I've been trying to tell you for ten minutes that Matthews is lying across a bed in my apartment. And he's dead. Something I can do for you, sir? This is Jack Adams' office? Yes. I'd like to see Mr. Adams, please. Who's calling? Bill Grant. James Grant's brother. Well, just a minute. I'll see if he's in. Yes? Uh, Mr. Bill Grant here to see Mr. Adams. Bill Grant? Tell him I'm not in there. All right. Thank you very much. I'm sorry, Mr. Grant, but Mr. Adams isn't in. But I know he is. But I... And this gun in my hand says I'm going in to see him. You too, sister. You're coming in with me, so you won't have a chance to call the police. But I... Come on. Come on. Get going. Of course. This way. That's better. This door here. You open it and walk in ahead of me. All right. Mr. Adams, this man... Matt, I told you... Keep me out. I know, Adams, but this gun told her differently. All right, you're in. What do you want? You, for killing my brother. I didn't kill him. You had reason to, didn't you? He took Helen Martin away from you. Sure he did. But if I killed everybody who took a girl away from me, I'd have a string of murders to my credit long enough to say there's nobody outside. So... All right, you put down that gun. Put it down, I said. Hey, what are you... Thanks for knocking that gun out of his hand, mister, whoever you are. I'm Boston Blackie. You Jack Adams? That's right. No one outside, so I thought I'd just step in here when I heard voices. Who's the fellow who had the gun on you? Bill Grant. Oh, you're Bill Grant. Yes, and this fellow Adams killed my brother Jim. You think Adams killed him, huh? Well, the police thought for a while that maybe you'd killed him. I didn't. You were in his apartment just before the shot was fired. Yes, I was in the library when I heard the shot. I ran in and found Jim dead, and then I got out of there. Odd you didn't call the police. I didn't dare. I knew the police would find out that Jim and I weren't too friendly. I thought it best to just disappear. Tell me, Grant, did you know Harry Matthews was involved in the robbery of the apartments in your building? Yes. Did you know it too, Adams? Who's Harry Matthews? Never mind. That answers my question. Grant, how long have you known Matthews was involved in those robberies? Not long. About two weeks, I guess. Helen Martin, Jim, and I were talking about it the other night. Helen said we ought to turn him in. Jim said no. I said we should stay out of it, too. Not get involved. Your brother's apartment was never robbed, was it? No. I didn't think it had been. What do you mean? Nothing, Grant. Nothing at all. Miss Martin, I stopped in to tell you I think I know who killed Jim Grant. You do, Blackie? Who? His brother, Bill. Oh, no. Yes, since the death of Matthews, the superintendent, I think Bill Grant is the only one who could be guilty. Why do you say that? Well, Jim and Matthews were killed by the same person, I'm sure of it. Matthews was involved in the robbery of the apartments in his building. Someone who knew that killed Jim and forced Matthews to make the murder recording. Oh, it was Matthews who made the record? Yes, the police proved that with auditions. Why couldn't Jack have killed him? Because Jack didn't know about Matthews' racket, so he'd have nothing to threaten Matthews with. Yes, of course. You were suspected, you know. What? But you couldn't have killed Jim. You were here getting dressed at the time Jim was killed. Why, you know where I was, Blackie. I imagine I've been here dressing for, well, I think it was almost two hours. Yes, so you said. And Jim had been dead only 25 minutes when we got to his place. Yes. We were here for some time together, remember? You had to change a light bulb for me. Yes, I remember. Oh, say, I just thought of something. What? When I went into my apartment, Matthew's hat and coat were in my living room, and his body was in my bedroom. So? So, I don't know why I never thought of this before, 
There's a home recording machine in my bedroom. Matthews was probably in my bedroom making a record, uh, confessing everything and, and naming Jim's killer when the killer came in. Or he might have made the record already and his killer didn't know it. Then the record would still be there, wouldn't it? Yes. And I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm going downtown, pick up Faraday, get up to my apartment and get the record that's going to get Bill Grant. longer do we have to sit here? Your apartment's bad enough with the lights on, but in the dark it's... it's a perfect trap for Helen Martin, Faraday. I think you're crazy, Becky. If she came up here and killed Matthews, she'd know you didn't have a home recorder in your bedroom or anywhere else. She came up here looking for Matthews, not for furniture, Faraday. Well, maybe so. But I still say I shouldn't have come up here when you telephoned. She's not the one... I who... say she is. She said she'd been dressing for two hours when Mary and I arrived. I don't think she'd been there for five minutes. Why not? I told you why not. When I changed the light bulb, went out. It wasn't even slightly warm. Didn't think of it at the time. But a bulb that's been burning for two hours is going to be red hot. All right, Blackie, but... But nothing, Faraday. It's only ten minutes from Miss Martin's house to Grant's apartment. She could have killed him, been at her house when we arrived, and then gone back to Jim's with us, all inside of the 25 minutes' time between the shot and when we arrived. Well, maybe so. But that's cutting the... Shh, shh. Here she comes. All right. That's not... That's not a woman. Who is it? I don't know yet. But whoever it is, is in my bedroom. Let's grab him. Snap on my lights. All right. All right, you stop where you are. Who's there? Jack Adams. So, Jack Adams couldn't have been the killer. But Helen Martin had to be, huh, Blackie? What are you talking about? You know what he's talking about, Adams. Which I did. I had to figure it innocent. I don't know why. But it looks as if you killed Jim Grant and Harry Matthews. You're crazy. I didn't kill anybody. Then why are you here? I can't tell you. Well, I can tell you. You're here to get a record off the recorder in my bedroom. A record that will convict you of murder. No. No, I was here to get a record, but I didn't know it had anything like that on it. I didn't kill anyone, I tell you. I just came up here to get that record for Helen. Helen Martin? Yeah, she told me what to do, but she didn't tell me why. I'll tell you why later. I'll tell you now, though, that when Helen Martin made an errand boy of you, she almost made a chump of me. <laughs> Yes? Package from Mr. Boston Blackie. For me? You, Mr. Boston Blackie? Yes. Okay, sign here. But I'm not expecting a package. And I'm not expecting it to snow tomorrow, but it might. Somebody sent you a package, so you got to sign for it. Here. All right. Oh, say there's a note attached to it. That'd come with the package. Read it later. Sign for it, will you, so I can scram? Oh, sure. Yeah. There you are. And this is for you. Hey, thanks. One more tip like this, and I can retire. So <laughs> Goodbye. Hmm. This package feels as if it's a phonograph record. Strangers should feel like that because that's what it is. Huh. And the note says, play this at once. All right, I'll play it at once. I wonder what this is, anyhow. It might be, uh... Sit in that chair, Boston Blackie. Chair. It's Mary. Yes. Sit in that chair and be comfortable. Because you are about to die. You are about to die of shock. Because I don't have to ask you any questions about this case, because I know all the answers. <laughs> Helen Martin killed Jim Grant because he found out who she really was. She was really Mrs. Harry Matthews, 
And she was the person who was actually robbing the apartment in Jim Grant's building. Uh-huh. And Helen killed her husband because he made the record thinking it was just to scare Jim Grant. Actually, the record was to make the police think that a man killed Grant. When Matthews found out Jim had actually been killed, he came to your apartment to tell you about his wife. She killed him to keep him from telling and raced back to her apartment so we could be her alibi. Don't you think I'm smart, Blake? Brilliant. And don't you think so, too, Inspector Faraday? No. You just got all that information from reading Helen Martin's confession. Oh, Inspector, you promised you wouldn't say that. Now you spoiled everything. Why? I wanted Blackie to think I was so smart that no matter how hard a problem was to solve, I could never get stuck. Never get stuck. Never get stuck. Never get stuck. That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.